speaking of a guy who's got $49 million, our good friend Don Dawkin. Hey, Don. That's, that's bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's chump change to Don. <laughs> yeah, it's just bed bugs. <laughs> well, happy, doing, guys? happy New Year, Don. Uh, I'm glad you could be a part of, uh, you know, the kickoff to our 24th year. I cannot believe it's been that long. <laughs> it's kind of mind—it's kind of mind-boggling that I don't know. Yesterday we we're just little kids <laughs> going to concerts. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I got to tell you, Don. I know you know this, but I, I don't—I I don't know if I've told this story on the show before. But I—I uh, uh, met you in Toledo, Ohio, on May sixth of uh, nineteen ninety-five. You were on the dysfunctional tour, right? And uh, I was I was hanging out with a, a group of people. They were just kind of hanging out, looking for autographs and pictures and whatnot. And you came off the bus, and uh, you know everybody wanted to get an autograph, and people were having you sign scrap pieces of paper and dollar bills and whatever else they could get their hands on with like a ballpoint pen. Right, and you were just like Jesus Christ. Doesn't anybody have a sharpie? And, and I and I had yeah. like I had a, I had like uh, two or three sharpies with me, and I had my uh, tooth and nail uh, disc with me. And I said, "Hey, Don, I'll give you my sharpies if I could talk to you for a couple of minutes." So you just put your arm around me. We walked away from the crowd, and you go, "What's up?" And I said, "Well." I'm going to go start broadcasting school in about a month and I'm going to right. I'm going to establish a, a radio show that features bands like Dokken because you never get uh, get the recognition or get the airplay that you you know got years ago and that's my goal and you were go that's interesting do me a favor yep. keep keep me apprised of that and that's how our friend that's how our friendship started well, here you are. You're stuck still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I became the uh, the leader of your street team for uh, Erase the Slate. Yeah, well, back when they had street teams, I mean, the world's changed so radically as far as... I just saw some on the news today that streaming music just broke the trillion mark today. One trillion streaming downloads, but they... They put a limit on how much you're going to pay the musicians. So, because they're not a trillion is not enough. So, now so they basically say, how can we pay? How can we pay all these musicians? If we pay all these musicians all this money, then we can't stay in business. A trillion, one trillion streaming downloads, and we're not going to get. And we're all going to get, you know, three cents, four cents. <laughs> it's a fucking sacrilege. I agree, Don. Now, um, you know, speaking of speaking of legacy bands and whatnot, um, what are your thoughts on this uh, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison tour that's uh, playing stadiums? And according to Chris, they're uh, selling pretty well. I think it's going to be big. I mean, you know, I don't know. I could have sworn he Motley said it was over. It's the end. I, I can't speak for Mick Mars. Everybody knows he's not in great health, you know, but maybe he's one of those kind of guys like Lemmy that wants to die with his boots on. So, you know, I know he's got the ankylosis spondylitis and, 
And, you know, I'm just surprised you're going out. They obviously don't need the money. I mean, they made a shitload of money on that two-year world tour. But uh, they're going out for a reason. I get maybe they're bored. You know, they say, people say, you know, it's an addiction. And you go home for a year and you're like, I'm bored. So you want to go back on stage. Maybe that's the reason. Could be. Well, Don, are you? Do you think that that tour is going to um, be helpful for? Not necessarily for them. I mean, those guys are all fine. But do you think that the attention that it's going to put on is going to create like another wave of of interest for you know the the other bands of the of the similar ilk, whether it's whether it's Dokken or Lynch Mob or you know, whoever, whoever, whoever. I don't know because. There's two ways of looking at that. If you get if you sell a hundred thousand tickets in a stadium, and let's say a week later I'm playing or another band's playing or some other '80s band's playing, it's 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 going to hurt our sales. Obviously, you going to go see Dawkins, or are you going to go wait and spend the three hundred fifty dollars to go see Motley and Def Leppard? And I think Lita Ford's on it too. Uh, so Joan Jett. It it's 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 Joan it's, Jett. That's it. I'm, yeah, it's it's Def Leppard, Joan Jett, and then some other band they added today that I've never heard of. Right, so Joan Jett. Okay, great. To uh, I, I get confused with Joan and uh, Lita. We're doing like God. We're doing like ten shows with Lita starting in March. So that'll be fun playing with her. I mean, I'm hoping I'm gonna go on tour in March. You know, my I'm on hold. I got a lot of shows booked with this Lynch Mob opening up. George coming on stage, doing a couple encores with this. The big, you know, it's a big to do. But uh, I don't know what, what's going to happen with my whole hand situation. You know, they're still paralyzed. So I think my guitar playing days are obviously over. But that's okay. I got fifty years to play guitar. But it's been two and a half months since I had spine surgery, and uh, my hands are dead. They don't move. It's very strange. It's an interesting way to live your life. You got to learn how to. Feed yourself, wipe your butt, brush your teeth, dress yourself. But you try to take twenty minutes to put socks on because one of my hands works a little bit, you know, but not not very much. I'm hoping and trying to stay positive that maybe some miracle will happen and slowly the nerves will reconnect and uh, my hands will start working again. Or you're going to hear about me in the newspaper because I'm going to go into that surgeon's office. And I'm going to go over the desk, and I'm going to pummel in his face. <laughs> he fucked up. And I'm serious. That guy fucked up. He was supposed to be the best of the best. And funny, I put, put me under. I said two things. Don't kill me. Don't paralyze me. That's what I said. I swear to God. And he's like, that's why you came to me. I'm the best. So I wake up, you know, in the hospital, and, and I'm like, well, how come my hands don't move? How come my fingers don't move? How come my hands are on fire? How come I can barely walk? I mean, I'm on, a, I'm on a walker. What the fuck did you do, man? And he goes, well, it happens sometimes. I love it when surgeons go, well, shit happens, you know. You know, I, it only happens one every thousand surgeries. So I'm, I'm Mr. 1000, apparently. Yeah, but I'm not that's... happy about it. But I, I got to figure out what to do on the tour. Obviously, I can't dress myself. I can't get my clothes on. I can't, I can't feed myself, you know. I really can't. You know, Jen's got to do it, so... Maybe I'll take it. I'm thinking about finding. I'm trying to find somebody to go on tour with me to like basically babysit me. You know, <laughs> but at least I can sing. My voice, my voice feels great. I just can't. I just can't 
uh, you know, I can't hold a microphone. I'm going to Velcro it. Literally, I'm serious. I'm going to get a glove with Velcro and put Velcro around the mic, and that way I can hold the mic. Are you, are you, are you going to do the sitting tour like Phil Collins? No, I'm going to stand. My legs are much better. I do, I do physical therapy four days a week uh, on a bike, you know, and I'm pedaling my ass off, building up my leg strength, building up my arms. What's left of my arms? My arms are completely atrophied. I can't, to be honest with you, I can't even, I, I'm talking to you on the phone uh, on my knee because I can't hold the phone. <laughs> I can't, it's too heavy. The phone, the phone feels like it weighs 10 pounds. Well, I'll, I'll try to give you some encouragement here, Don, as when I went through my burn accident, my, my tendons yeah. and my hand all got fucking burned through and, and yeah, they had did. to reattach all the tendons and very much like you're describing right now, I went through that with my hands, literally with the, I would take a fork and I would take a, um, an ace bandage and I would stick the ace bandage in the, or the fork in the ace bandage and then wrap it around my hand, you know, so that, so that I couldn't drop the fork. And I was kind of like eating almost like I'd be jerking off or something with a big, you know, motion. I forgot about that. I forgot about that when that happened because I have talked to some other people with paralysis and, and, you know, John had surgery uh, three years right. ago and, and he, and his left hand was completely nothing. He had nothing in his left hand for we didn't tour for four months. He couldn't, his whole left arm was atrophied, no muscle, fingers didn't move, and he was going, what the fuck? And so I talked to John. He says, well, slowly, you know, he'd wake up in the morning and one finger would twitch a little bit and maybe right. the thumb would move a little bit. And But uh, my right hand, I don't know what the fuck going on with that. My right hand is all super swollen. and look, It's, it's, it's really swollen. It, it looks like something, I don't know what's wrong with it. That well, just I happened. I can, I can tell you from my situation, they told me I was only going to get 20% back. And if I worked hard and did the surgery and did the, they did the whole thing where they stuck the, the probes in my fingers and shocked them to, to make the, you know, to make the nerve endings grow and, and activate. And I mean, yeah. they, they said with all that, I was only going to get 20% and I have pretty much perfect, perfect use of both of my hands. So it's how frustrating. Long, how long did that take? Um, probably about eight months. But I and, and I mean I was a beast with the cert, with the uh, therapy though. I was I literally had them strap a heart monitor onto me because my heart would race to the point that I would pass out from the pain. And, and I know you know this when they start moving your fingers in finger surgery, that shit hurts like no one's business. And oh, you know, it feels like. When I first came out, you know, woke up, you know, the first day I was fine, and then all of a sudden, the way I described it was, it felt like somebody was injecting, like, poison or acid through my hands, like burning, yep. burning acid sensation. Man, it hurt so bad. And, then, and of course, you know, this whole opioid addiction thing, and people afraid, people get addicted, and the guy would come in, the quote-unquote pain management guys, and I'm like, you know, curled up in a little fucking ball and like wanted to bash my head in the wall. And I said, I need more meds. And he just, he just walk out of the room. He wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 they, they don't, re they don't respect your true pain. That is for sure. They don't. But if it, no. if it, well, any, we'll tell you, it does come back and your, 
if you do the if you do the therapy, if you do the work, it will you, you it'll come back and it'll be one of those things where it's a pain in the ass, it's a pain in the ass, it's a pain in the ass. All of a sudden, it's not anymore, or it's much less. All of a sudden, it it when it does come back, it comes back fairly quickly. Well, I'm hoping you're right because it's only been two months, but as you know, it's very depressing mm-hmm. <laughs> when you you literally. Like, I got the same thing. I got all these special forks and a, a special spoon that you slip a band over your wrist and it holds the fork in place. And, you know, I'm eating like a three-year-old, you know. Yeah. But it is it is depressing. And I, and everybody keeps saying, John's, John's didn't come back for six months. You're saying almost eight, nine months. So I'm hoping for the best. And that's why I, I pushed the tour back to March. That gives me four more months get something going on you know but because uh, i don't know what to do let's say you know i can't play guitar that's off the plate that's not going to happen again i don't think they said i'll get maybe 30 percent back um but the thing is what do you do when you're on the road how do i put a seatbelt on the plane how do i how do i dress myself how do i put my shoes on how do i put my shirt on all that shit i can't do right now and it really sucks so I'm thinking maybe getting a personal assistant to come on the road and uh, basically dress me and get me ready and stick the mic in my hand and I'll go on stage and do the best I can. But it, I'm, I didn't know that you had lost all that feeling. It's kind of, you tell me that's kind of hopeful, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, it's it's one of those weird things, man, with the going through it, you know, I, and I've been through it. I mean, I went through... 22 surgeries in 14 months and you know and and every living you know i had to just like you're saying i had to relearn to walk and i had to relearn to use my hands and you know they they had to reattach tendons that that had burned through and everything else in my hands so you know i i went through the war (laughs) well i get it i'm going through it now you know about four days ago i had to laugh because i was at the store in my SUV in the Range Rover, and it's snowing here, and it was all icy. So, you know, your brain, I'm right-handed, so my whole life I'm used to using my right hand. It's just autopilot. And I push the button on the trunk, and my hand, I tried to lift the trunk with my fucking paralyzed hand, and I fell back and did a full-blown face plant <laughs> in a, in a snowbank. So right now I've got two black eyes, cuts all over my nose, my whole face is black and blue, I mean, I knocked. I must have knocked myself out for a minute. Somebody was walking by and helped me up, and they said, "You all right? You drunk? You need a taxi?" I said, "No, I wish I was drunk, but I'm not." Jeez, <laughs> he must have hit the he must have hit the hang up button. Did he? <laughs> all right, all right. Dude. Lost you. But anyway, it's been a bitch. You know, I got to be really careful. You know, I got ski poles and I walk in the snow and. I walk really slow, and I'm being very, very careful not to break my neck. I think I sent Wendell the picture of what they did to my neck. It's pretty horrific, you know? Yeah. I just, yeah, there's, what, 16 screws in my spine. <laughs> 16. Yeah, it's... I look like Frank, I look, it looks like Frankenstein when you see the MRI. Yeah, you're Franken-docking. I know. When I saw the MRI and saw all these screws and metal plates, and I just thought they were going to go in there and relieve the pressure on the cord, and... Bing, bang, boom, and six hours later, I come out, and I'm all fucked up. So, you know, life, life throws curveballs at you, and 
And then the band's saying, can we tour? And I said, I think so. You know, as long as I don't trip and break my neck, you know, it's pretty fragile right now. So I'm going to go out in March, and uh, we'll see how it goes. It is a bummer I can't play guitar anymore, but, uh, you know, I got Johnny, so. Absolutely. And we got Lynch, which should be interesting with Lynch. You know, Lynch, it's Lynch Mob, Lita, Doc, and then George comes on stage at the end of the show is going to do four songs with us. So because of that, I guess, because of the whole legend of George and me, our ticket sales are going through the roof. Talking about ticket sales in the stadium doing well, our ticket sales are doing really, really well. Well, for some reason, Don, people still want to see that combo. So, uh, you yeah, know. 22, 22 years later. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, you you should be thankful, regardless of of uh, you know the history there that uh, you uh, and George have uh, managed to you know get past any kind of differences you may have had, and you know can get along. Yes. Yeah, we talked. We can talk about the tour, and I and I told him, you know, I'm I'm not in good shape physically, and I'll probably be on a cane, you know, my left legs weak. So I'm just going to walk up. You know, it could be worse. You know, I think the people that have been passing away, like Neil, that was a shock to hear. I didn't know Neil had been going through brain surgery, uh, brain cancer for three years. You know. Yeah, that's uh, why. First. That's why Rush stopped touring is because they knew he was uh, had limited time. But he didn't. You know, he didn't really talk about it. He didn't go public with it. Uh, you know, it's sad. You know, I mean, and people realize he wasn't just a drummer. He wrote all. The, he wrote most of those lyrics. Yeah, he was the lyricist. Yeah, I don't understand his lyrics. I never did. <laughs> I I like Rush. You know, Mickey D's favorite band's Rush, and he drugged me to see him. And I said, I like the players. I said, but what are they talking about? <laughs> Those lyrics were real heady, man. They're real, real esoteric, real philosophical. It was kind of over my head, you know. So, but uh, uh, I look forward to. I'm, I like you said, you know. You say your hands came back after eight, nine months, and I hope you're right. You had all those surgeries, and you got it back. Yeah. So every day every day I wake up, and I'm looking at my left hand. I can move my fingers. I can wiggle them back and forth. My right hand, I got nothing. But I'm hoping you're right. You know, everybody's wrong. Just, just be patient with the dude and do the, no matter how much it fucking sucks, do the therapy, whether it's squeezing a tennis ball or whatever it is that they're telling you to do. Do it, even though it, exactly. even though it seems useless. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I got Play-Doh. They gave me balls right. of Play-Doh, and I squeezed, I squeezed the Play-Doh and just try to move anything, you know, just get a little bit of movement. And uh, But i got to be real careful when I walk. What's well, snowing here, so i got to be real careful when I walk around and stuff like that because I'm a little wobbly. People probably think I'm drunk when I walk on stage, and I don't really give a <laughs> shit, as long as I can sing. Hey, Don's drunk on stage. He's wobbling all over the place. <laughs> but uh, I'll hope for the best. I hope you're right, because as you know, Chris, you know, after three or four months, nothing's happening. You start kind of getting depressed and saying, fuck, it's oh, not yeah. going to work. It's not going to happen. It's depressing. Yeah. It definitely, well, I, I mean, I can tell you, and I sent you the book, dude. I was off work for four years. Yeah, I got. I read the book, and you you were down for the count for a long time. Long time, and you think you're depressed at two months? Try four fucking years. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's really. It's it's. Are you there? Yeah, go ahead. 
keep hitting buttons with my frozen fingers. <laughs> well, I hope it ain't four years because I don't honestly think I'll be touring in four years. Yeah. Well, well, Don, you got a uh, you got a uh, uh, honor coming up here on Wednesday. Uh, you're going to be inducted yep. into the uh, Heavy Metal Hall of Fame. And yeah. uh, what's what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, you're going to be inducted with a, a you know a, a fellow musician that you know very well, Stephen Piercy, along with uh, Jeff Tate and Joe Satriani. Yeah. And uh, so, what's your thoughts? Is that an honor for you? Mm, I guess I'm not really sure what it is. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna, are they going to hand me something with some little Mickey Mouse ears on it? I don't know. So. Uh, <laughs> but it's an honor. I appreciate it, you know, that I'm getting this honor. Uh, maybe someday they'll induct the whole band in the Rock and Hall of Fame. So you never know. It's been 40 years. So yeah. we'll see. I'm just going to go have fun and take in my kids, and we're going to sit there, and uh, I'm going to eat, eat their food and drink their booze. And, and who, so a lot of guitar players are getting inducted, too. I think Satriani. Yeah, Satriani. Uh, yeah, he, he deserves it. He's amazing. And uh, and Stephen will be there, so he's going to be cracking me up all night because that guy's he's, he's a comedian. Stephen's funny. He's a funny guy. He is a funny guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy, I mean, yeah, you have to be on a plane with him. You know, I'm just laughing my ass off all the way because <laughs> he's just, he's a jokester, man. Definitely. And, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a fun honor. You know, my kids will be there, my friends, and and we'll see how it goes. You know, I'm gonna and I wasn't gonna sing, I wasn't gonna do anything, but I've decided to go ahead and sing. So I'm gonna sing one song. I'm gonna sing "Into the Fire." I don't need my hands to sing, you know. <laughs> Unless you're Helen Keller, right? Yeah, I, Braille. <laughs> so I'll just put the mic on the stand and lean on it and assume the position and do the best you know I can, but. Uh, Trust me, I'm doing PT. I do physical therapy like five days a week. That's mm-hmm. my life. My life is physical therapy every fucking day. And uh, it's good for me. Get off my lazy ass and uh, and get healthy, you know. Sure. Well, it might be, but, uh, uh, it might be a, um, you know, a, a gift uh, in a weird way. Well, but I will, I will be, I will be, uh, if it doesn't come back, that doctor, uh, he's going to, I'm going to go visit him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna visit him, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be out with. But the bummer is, I can't punch him because my arms, my hands don't work. So that's the fuck. That's the fuck thing. I punch him in the face for fucking up, but I can't. <laughs> so I'll think. Of, I'll think of something, man. I'll, I'll think of something, and maybe an elbow to the head. I don't know. I'm just really pissed at the guy because when you, you know how doctors are, Chris. You call them up. Hey, what's going on? My right hand's all swollen. Everything's fucked up. Nothing's. What's going on? They just go. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they're, no they're, they're, they're more they're more interested in protecting themselves from lawsuit than actually telling you what's going on. Yeah, I mean to be honest and say, hey, you know, we injured the spinal cord and we went in and you know it was up high, it was up in my skull. C one was the base of my skull all the way down the middle of my back. They cracked me open and who knows what he did, you know. Yeah. But uh, when he tells me it only happens once every thousand surgeries or five hundred surgeries, that wasn't very promising. So yeah, no. I'll move forward. And to John, luckily, thank God, that two years ago I wrote the new album. It's all written. I recorded all the guitar. I did all the bass. So John's just got to come in and redo everything. 
and what I wrote, and uh, we're going to try to get the album out for the summer. Because wow. we got six festivals booked, there's some big festivals, like Vakken, Dynamo, Swedish Rock, all the big festivals were booked. So I'm just hoping I can pull it off, you know? Did you imagine uh, this late in your career, Don, that you'd be as uh, in demand or as busy as you as you are? No, I mean, you look at last year. We did what forty five shows, and that was a, that was a big tour last year. We we were on the road literally, you know, fly on Thursday, play Friday on Saturday, fly home on Sunday, sleep it off on Monday, Tuesday have have a, have a life, and then you know, right back on the road. You know, two days later, that's my whole that was my whole life last year. So this year, it's two shows a week, that's it. You know, I, I don't think I can do much more with the whole hand situation. So uh, we'll see how it goes, and a lot of prayers, and and I just keep hoping that I wake up in the morning and something's moving. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest problem is you can't, you know, I'm right-handed, I can't, I can't jerk off. I mean, it's fun. Dude, that's... It'd be like, dude, it's, it's like cheating. Here. Here comes the way too much personal information. It was at the, I'm left-handed, but my left hand was fucked up. And that's when I learned to jerk off with my right hand was because, was because of my accident. So, it's like, it's like a whole new woman. It is. It's, it's, yeah, it's like it's, a stranger. It's like you're cheating. It's like you're cheating, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're apologizing to your other hand. Sorry, honey. You know, I apologize, but it's just the way it is. <laughs> well, Don, so, I, I, you guys, I, go ahead. I, I'm going yeah, to see you on Wednesday. I'll be I'll be in L.A. by about noon on Wednesday, and you know, be there for your honor of you know receiving your yeah. award and all that. So I'm looking forward to hanging out with you and catching up a little bit. Yeah, it'll be fun. You know, and I got a table for ten, so we got plenty of room. It's just me. And and the kids and my girlfriend and uh, a couple other people. I got like, you know, eight people. So I got plenty. Of, I've already got a seat for you up front. And uh, it's an early show. So just ha FYI, you're getting there at noon. You better boogie <laughs> because the red carpet's like at 530. Dinner and all that bullshit is like 630. The awards start at 7. I get my award at 8. And at eight thirty, I sing. So it's an early show. Absolutely. So get get your butt down there, so we can uh, get a couple cocktails in us. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Don. Well, I appreciate you calling, and then you know, kicking off our new year with us. And uh, you know, I, I wish you all the best uh, as always, and looking forward to seeing you on Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, uh, let's, as long as I don't do a face plant, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> All you right. guys have a good rest of your show. Have fun. I will see you on Wednesday. Uh, you can't miss me. I'll be the guy with the cane hobbling around. So. <laughs> nice. All right, Don. We'll, we'll talk to you the, later this week. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. See you. All right. Well, that that was helpful, Chris. I, I'm glad you uh, threw a threw some encouraging words there. Well, I definitely have been there. I know you have. He started telling him stories. I'm like flashing back. I'm like, oh fuck, I remember this shit. You know, dude, so many, and especially with the hands. You know, it, dude, one of the one of the truest stories was I was in my house at one point, 
<clears throat> when I first was starting to get on my feet a little bit, okay, just a little bit, but I still couldn't use my hands for shit. And I, Georgetta was somewhere. I don't remember where she was, but she wasn't there. And I was hungry. So I moseyed my way into the kitchen, which took a fucking half hour because it wasn't like I could move fast. So I get in the kitchen and I go looking for food. And there wasn't a goddamn thing to eat except for like cans of soup because that was all I was really allowed to eat at the time was soup. Okay. And this is this is before I had an electric can opener. <laughs> so you had no way of opening it? I couldn't open the fucking can. I sat there at my kitchen table about to cry <laughs> because I was literally, a, you know, a, a millimeter of tin away from being able to eat. Right. And I literally sat in that kitchen for about an hour and a half until Georgetta came in to fucking open a can of fucking chicken noodle soup or something for me. And it was like, man, how could this get any fucking worse? Yeah. You know, I, I certainly understand what Don's talking about with the depression. Sure. You know, I, I, I will say, though, I never really <clears throat> I never really got like real depressed. Like I never was like, oh, fuck, I got to end this now. This is the way it's going to be forever. You know, I was always pretty much like, all right, what do I got to do to get better? Right. You know, and, and I never had that, oh, this could be fucking it. You know, now Don's a little bit older, so, you know, certainly recovery is a whole lot different for somebody in their late 60s than mid-20s. Right. But, you know, I definitely have been there where he's at with his hand, and it will come back. <clears throat> the problem with hands is that it's such little tiny movements that it takes longer. Yeah, it's it's incremental, very incremental. And it takes longer than like moving your elbow or something because it's one big, you know, it's a bigger it's a bigger joint and a lot more nerves are there. You know, in your fingers there's there's nerves obviously, but they're smaller. So they take longer and they're further away from your heart and everything else. So it it takes longer to heal. So your hands yeah, he'll he'll be um I, I I mean I I think he's crazy. I didn't want to say it to him. <clears throat> I might call him tomorrow and say it to him. But um, trying to go out on tour in March is going to be insane. That's not very long, man. Yeah, that's only uh, six weeks. Yeah, I'll wait till I hear what you see. You know what you see when you see him. Right. But man, six seven weeks and he has no movement right now. And he can't even, he can't fucking pull his pants on yet. And he's going to try and stand for 90 minutes. Dude, that's fucking brutal. Yeah. Stand for 90 minutes under hot lights and sing. Nah, he better like, a, you heard me ask him. I said, are you going to Phil Collins it? Yeah, got to have, do a Jack Russell and have a bar stool. Yeah. Or just get a fucking chair with a back on it so that, you know, he had back surgery so he can rest. Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Fucking Phil Collins made a fortune doing that shit. He did. You know, <coughs> there's nothing wrong with that. At least then, you know, maybe people get off Don's dick about how he sounds. <laughs> if they fucking understand that he's, that he's, you know, fucked up. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing, you know, for, for the whole last year, we sat, sat around and heard people complaining about Don's voice. And fair enough, his voice was pretty ragged for a lot of those shows. That's fair. 
But you and I never said shit about it because we knew what was going on. Yeah, absolutely. We knew he was having some pretty major health problems that he was trying to fucking work through or, or just power through fight through. And I, I, you know, I don't know everything about singing, but I know this. If I'm in immense pain, I'm not going to sing in key really well. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm not going to be able to focus on singing. I'm just going to do what I got to do to get fucking through it. And all that plane flying and stuff. I mean, we've all flown in a, on a plane. And if you're even if you're sitting in first class, it's not like those chairs are like the comfort of your fucking chaise lounge. Nope. You know, that's an uncomfortable ride. And Don's doing it every single week with a fucked up neck and going across the country, you know, in for five hours here and four hours here. And then a two hour car ride because this airport's not near fucking butt fuck Pennsylvania that he's playing in <laughs> or whatever. You know, I mean, that's a lot travel. I could tell you, dude, when I went home from the hospital, from my from my accident, the day I went home, it was a 40-minute drive from the hospital to, um, to my house. That drive still haunts me today, 25 years later. That drive haunts me because I've never been in more, other than the accident itself, I was never in more pain than every little bump, every little shimmy of the wheels the car it turns the the centrifugal force of the turns pulling on my my graphs and my barely recovered fingers and shit dude travel hurts and don don's don's man's man he's not going to complain about anything but he's going through some shit man that's why i'm like holy fuck two months out and he's gonna tour yeah that yeah he's gonna fly he's gonna fly on tuesday yeah, that's what. Oh, that's right. Oh boy. Well, he's gonna he's gonna feel that. Yeah. He's gonna be drinking very heavy at the bar. <laughs> well, I hope it works out. I do. I definitely hope hope so. I think I think he'll I think he'll recover. It may take longer than anticipated, but I think he'll he'll do fine. Yeah, look at look at fucking Drake in the chat room. Here we go with more burn stories. Enough already. <laughs> <laughs> That's your buddy. I'm gonna light his ass on fire and tell him to shut up when he complains. Yeah. <laughs>